Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Everybody, welcome to Sunday Strohs. Yes, you heard that right. Changing the name back to Sunday Strohs. Talk to the guys, and they want to talk about Strohs as well. So we're just going to ride that Strohs train. Stadium Steffi is still your host. Third Coast Tom still your co-host, but you're equal. I don't know why I said you're the co-host, but what's up, Tom? How's it going, buddy? Good evening, sir. I, I I like to let her be the quarterback. You know, I, I don't mind. There's nothing wrong with silver for me. So if, if she wants to drive, I'm going to be a responsible backseat, you know, not are we there yet type guy. Uh, I'm good, sir. Uh, just a normal weekend. Nothing crazy. Had a birthday party for a niece that I went to. I don't I, I didn't really have my uh, my uh, gift, so to speak. So I did the gift card thing. Um, who knows what to buy for a 15 year old girl, right? Yeah. I went to, uh, my parents live in Oklahoma and my, I have a brother that lives in Georgetown, so it's not as far of a drive as for them. So they go down there once in a while or up there, it's down for them, up for me. And so you can see by my shirt, went to Bucky's again and, uh, love Bucky's. So I, I, we, we spent time with my mother. My dad was there. My other brother from Oklahoma came. So pretty much the whole family minus the grandkids. We were all together celebrating Mother's Day this weekend. So I wore my Astros Mother's Day hat, and it's pretty awesome. It's too big right now. I usually buy them too big because they, they shrink, and it, it kept falling down. It, it was annoying, but it's, it's a nice hat. What do you think about it? Did you see it? I saw it on Twitter. I think it's great. I'm not a big pink guy. Me I'm neither. The salmon, whatever. The, the, the event, you know, definitely having it for Mother's Day is awesome. So – I love the hat. I mean, anytime you can get, you know, a different colorway for the Astros cap, it's always something cool. It's always going to be unique, but um, yeah, it wouldn't be for me. It wouldn't be for me, but, but I think it looks like it'd be something that you need to have. Yeah. So let's talk about the Astros here on Sunday Strohs. And then we're going to uh, give you our players of the week. You going to be ready for that, buddy? Absolutely. And then of course, fair foul favorite segment every week all right so let's let's get into it buddy hope you didn't hear my paper there i just told you about that before <laughs> but the astros yes, play texas first four games against the rangers one and one split the first two games the next two games could have went either way we could have we could have won one out of four we could have split but I'm very, very happy that we went three out of four. And I thought maybe this is what the Astros needed, you know, to get energized, to get the offense moving. And the first game against Toronto, it seemed that way, right? They they really did good. But what was your overall take on this Rangers series? I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was absolutely a get right spot for the Strohs. You know, they're, they're like one of the worst teams as far as ERA. The Strohs are having a hard time scoring runs. You know, go over there, lose an opener that was kind of a, you know, could have went either way and then handle business the next three, you know, to really get some momentum 
get on the right side of the, you know, the win column. And then walked into Toronto, riding that momentum, put together some runs, you know, getting some run support, and then just losing three really or two, I'm sorry, really yeah. tough games. You know, could have went either way. It was really the the you know the weekend of George Springer. Uh, he showed us why he is who he is and why he deserved the money that he got from Toronto. Yeah, we haven't even got into that yet. The, <laughs> you know, Jared. I don't know what his name is, but I guess he does a Red Sox. He's a Red Sox guy, and he said, uh, "Too bad George Springer got caught up in all that mess. He's a good guy, and he fits well with the Astros, and he deserves a break." And I'm thinking he just did that. I think he just did that to get a, get responses from us. I didn't bite because it's <laughs> you know, no you know way it's gif? true. Oh, absolutely! You know that gift? It's like that's bait. You just know that's bait. He's he's over there fishing. Yeah. Did you realize this? I got this from Julia Morales right before, you know, while I was taking my nose before we came on. Six that we we played sixteen of twenty two games on the road, the Astros, and and they're eleven and eleven. I'm pretty excited and happy about that. I mean, a lot of people don't look at that, uh, especially early on. We're so accustomed to the Astros being at home to start the season, you know, or at least at least on the even side of that. So the fact that they've been able to. Uh, you know, keep keep their heads above water, so to speak, in the division and so, so forth, and not playing at home. I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely positive. If you look at the pitching against Toronto, the pitching against Texas was amazing. We even had uh, we had Arkady, not Arkady, but Odorizzi, <laughs> Odorizzi with the redemption game of the year. But if you want to talk about Toronto. Jose Arquiti gave up four runs, but that's the the game the game we had uh what like fourteen hits. <laughs> we had a lot of hits. It was uh I have my notes somewhere, but I can't see it. Yeah, so uh Odorizzi is actually my player of the week for, for Whoa, the pitching. Whoa, dude. You're going I you're mean, getting ahead of yourself. I, I am, I am. But I but I wanted to speak to it. Uh I, and we'll talk about it more later. He's a, he, he was in such a bad spot, you know, like the Astros had lost three games and uh, everybody was looking at the rotation going, oh my God, here comes Odorizzi, a guy that couldn't get out of the first inning, the last start. And he just, uh, he just absolutely was, absolutely was rock solid. Urquidy, it was so weird because like coming to the, coming to the season, Urquidy had never allowed, well, I take that back. There was like one other instance where he allowed two or more runs. Uh, over six innings, I believe. And the last couple starts, he's really struggled. Luckily, uh, that first game against Toronto, they, they didn't mess around. Uh, Jordan got on the right side. Tucker uh, decided he's he's done slumping. Uh, April's over, so it's time to go to work in May. And, uh, yeah, the team, the team got hot for that, at least that game anyway. Well, my player of the week for pitcher is also Jake Odorizzi. That should be obvious. I mean, six innings. I don't even. I don't have it written anywhere. But six innings. I know he only had one hit and no runs. Amazing. And I think Framber had a really good start. You know, a one. I think he gave up. I think he had a shutout as well. But he gave up four hits. But it was a good. It was a good matchup. But if you want to just, do you have your player of the week offensively? Because Tucker. I mean, Jordan uh, Alvarez. In my mind, just if I'm like, if you just ask me who is the player of the week, I would say Jordan. That's who I would say. 
because he had a home run on Monday. He went two for three with a walk on Tuesday. He was two for two with two walks on Wednesday. He had a two-run homer on Friday. His last seven games, 10 hits, three homers, and six RBIs, and five walks. But I thought to myself, you know what? You need to go look at Tucker. I looked at Tucker. 13 hits, two homers, and 11 RBIs. I'm giving it to him, Kyle Tucker. I guess we're just on the same page this week because <laughs> Tucker's my guy too. You know, he's been struggling so bad. He was in that huge slump. He had to go get batting gloves, you know, went through that phase, got him back off and just went to work. For me, it's Tucker. I think Jordan is Jordan, but he had like a, a better start to the season where Tucker was just God awful for what, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. And then just got it rolling. Who do you think? I mean, what do you think has more magic? The most magic. Is it Kyle Tucker's gloves or Bregman's mustache? Oof, that is such a good question. It's not like they kill when they do it. It's they bring it out and then take it away and they start doing well. Which one has more magic, the mustache or the gloves? I got to believe it's the gloves for me. (laughs) Didn't, didn't, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bregman had a game where he had the mustache going and he like shaved it in the middle of the game. Yeah. So like Tuck, Tuck rocked the gloves all the way through, I believe, right? He took them off the next game, but he, he rocked them the whole game. So for me, I'm going to say Tucker's gloves. I'll go with that too. Because <laughs> it seems like, I don't know why, I don't know why he does it. I don't know why Bregman comes out with the little porn stash because it's, he doesn't even let it grow long enough to be a mustache. It's just <laughs> peach fuzz or not peach fuzz, but shadow, razor stubble, whatever. But yeah, the, the magic of the gloves. I think he had one hit with gloves before that day. He had three hits. I think the next game he wore them again, didn't do anything, and he took them off again, right? Yeah, he said something in the post game about, oh, they were just in a cubby down the way, and i just curious if they had any hits in them. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, they're definitely, Bregman, uh, they're definitely, what's it called? Uh, s- superstitious. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's every baseball player, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Bregman though, he dyes his hair, he braids it. He's just all over the map where Tuck is like, I'm just going to give you these gloves and that's it. I'm not going to change anything else. And that's just enough to get the mojo right. And then, okay, I'm going to go back to being, you know, dirt all over everything, dirt all over my hands. They're orange now, Tucker. Yeah. The only thing Tucker does besides glove is, I mean, the beard is kind of staying with him this year. I think he needs to kind of like let it get down a little further. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little too much of a chin strap for me, but you know, he's cool. He's a, he's a, I don't think he's a millionaire yet, but he's a future millionaire. He's a all-star caliber player. So let him wear, let him wear it how he wants. Right. But speaking of all-star players, Altuve, he's, I think he's going to be back Monday against Seattle. He is rehabbing. This is this is crazy. All right, my parents live in Oklahoma City, and they come to Texas to celebrate Mother's Day with us. Altuve's in Oklahoma City, playing with the Space Cowboys. So they got they missed it. They would have loved to go see him play, and I think he was getting a couple of hits a day, and he I think he did pretty well. But one thing I want to bring up is this to you, buddy, is Corey Lee hit his fourth home run 
And I think that tied him with the guy's name you can't say, Matichevic. But everyone can I say it I, now. He's in. He's he, he, he's on the team. He's on the big. He's team. a big leaguer. We have to say it. We have to get it right. And so, how how much longer can they keep Corey Lee buried under there? Because our catchers have zero offense. I even saw a video of Corey Lee throwing someone out at second. He's got a gun. He's got power. I don't know what his average is, but the the clock's ticking. I mean, he's got to be the starting catcher soon. I don't know if he'll be the starting catcher because I feel like Maldonado's just earned it, right? Not this year. Soon. Absolutely. absolutely. But he should be on the team. Well, see, that's the funny thing. It's, It's weird where you balance, you know, youth and experience and how you determine, okay, I want grizzled veterans to be able to to handle, you know, for example, catcher with younger pitching. So if you want to say, I want to see Hunter Brown in the show, you want him to, you want him to be caught by somebody like Maldi or, or Castro. Uh, so, and I love Hunter. I think I can't wait for him to, you know, be up with the big club, but it's one of those things like, where do you go with, with, with a catcher like him with Corey, who's, who's beating the door down with every homer he is going, look, it's a good way to describe zero. it zero offense from the catcher position. And it's one of those things like this guy is lighting it up for your Sugarland space Cowboys. And it's, and it's every day now. Well, I guarantee you the guys that control the Astros keep looking and this guy's good, but <laughs> it's just the issue. The Astros have had for years. You have good players, nowhere to put them. You talked about Hunter Brown. Where do you put them? You throw them. You, you, do you want to put them in the bullpen? That's where he, that's the only place there is to put him. The thing about that, though, I, th- I feel like he could be the long guy, right? If we're going to move Javier up into the rotation and have a six-man rotation to preserve Justin until Lance gets back, it would make sense that you would have a starter-esque type guy. And with the way that Sugarland has the uh, the tandem starters, Hunter's been pitching, you know, four or five innings in the reserve role as opposed mm-hmm. to starting the game, so it wouldn't be as foreign, I think which I think that's a benefit of why, why Sugarland does what they do to making him the long reliever guy. If that is a direction that, you know, management and ownership decides to go. Yeah. But definitely future starter that dude, you, they should, I think someone might've done it, but if you put a video of him in Verlander, cause y'all, you even spoke about it on here that he models his game after him. So I think there's two future guys, Hunter Brown, Corey Lee, both knocking the door down. Is there somewhere to put them? I don't know. Do you do you want to burn their years? Looking at them as assets, do you want to? Do I want to burn this guy's years of service being in the bullpen, or do I want to wait until I need him in the starting lineup? I mean, not starting lineup, but in the rotation. It's a lot of questions, and that's stuff me and you don't have to answer. <laughs> well, I mean, if we did, yeah, if we did have the answers, you know, they'd be paying us to do it, uh, which. If you know that happens one day, I'd be thrilled. But um, I feel that you're a hundred percent right, hundred percent spot on with playing the balancing game between okay, trying to get the most out of the asset uh, in, in a similar manner they did with uh, you know Pena. They could have absolutely used him last year as a po- like that that super utility guy when some guys got nicked up. But they were like, we're gonna go slow. We're not gonna run him up. And then lo and behold. This year, now that spot opens up, and now he looks like, or you know, management looks like a genius for putting him there. I feel that Castro's already came out and said that this is his last year, 
And I feel that next year you're going to get Corey Lee, whether you want him or not. Yeah. So what do you think about uh, Pedro Leon? Because there's another guy knocking down the door. He hit, it was, he, They just showed it. He just nailed the scoreboard over there in Oklahoma City. They they tweeted it out. Sorry, Oklahoma City, for the damage Pedro Leon did to your scoreboard. And you were t- keeping up with it, right? It was 11-2. to Now it's 11-7. to uh, let's, let's talk about the Space Cowboys a little bit. Tuesday they won seven to four. Went uh, Wednesday they lost. Thursday they won eight to four. Friday they lost. Saturday they got killed seven to one. And then today I think it was fourteen to seven in the seventh inning. But mostly, I mean, there's still some talent down there, right? For us to uh, for our future. Our future's still bright. Absolutely, uh, Leon. As you mentioned, it's funny when I saw him in person. You know who he looks like. He looks exactly like, and it's and it's no like disrespect or anything like that, but he looks exactly like uh, that super utility guy, the second baseman that we had that we sent to Oakland. I'm struggling with his name now. Um, Tony. Kemp. Yes, yes, Tony Kemp. Thank you so much. Really, he looks just like him. Like if you if you put the pictures together, they don't I, have I the same body him. though, do they? No, absolutely oh. not. Uh, Tony was a much shorter guy, but like in the face and some of the features, I felt like. Uh, he looked, he looked like Tony Kemp, same type type of dude, right? Can play all over the field, you know, definitely has a good eye for the strike zone, a uh, good batting average. Uh, obviously love JJ because he can play first and he can play outfield. I think they've got tons of talent and uh, you're starting to see it because they're starting to put up some wins. I think they had won four in a row at one point. So the space Cowboys are starting to trend in the right direction along with the Astros. How do you think Altuve looks in that uniform? <laughs> I know I want one. Yeah. <laughs> he had the, they had the powder blue going today too. It looked real sharp. Yeah. All right, buddy. We got about five fair fouls for today. We don't have anything else to cover about the games. I have three and you have two. Yes, so sir. I'll go first. Like we'll go round robin till we run out. All right. So like I said, we went up to Georgetown and every time I pass a Bucky's, I just have to do it. I have to do it. That was a fair foul way back in the day. Bucky's is a must stop. You always stop and you go by it. It's tough. I, I feel like I do it like, like two out of three. Like there'll be one one time here or there where I won't do it, but every other time I'm getting gas, I'm getting uh, barbecue. Oh yeah, jerky. I, I got to get something right. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the shirts, but definitely the food. Yeah. So let's see. Oh, here we go. This is this is it. We I went to Bucky's. And me and my wife bought matching shirts. There was a shirt she liked, and I said, get it. No, no, no. I want to get the same shirt as you. So we ended up getting this shirt I'm wearing. And we went to the game last week, wore the same shirt. We went to uh, something on Saturday, and we bought some some shirts from the Nashville airport. We wore them the same day. We love matching. We went on a date. I wore a green shirt. She wore a green dress. So anyway, matching shirts, fair foul with with a loved one, with a with a wife or girlfriend. So obviously we, fair for me. <laughs> obviously, so I I, I was a hundred percent foul on this. Me and Steph had something very similar uh, that we discussed. I don't think it was an actual fair foul, but uh, it was definitely along the same lines. And I was in the gym probably three weeks ago, and they had the same shirt, 
They had the same sweats. They had the same shoes. And it was like a couple, right? It was like, if you misplaced one of them, you knew exactly where they went because the other one, you know, was identical. And I was like, is that a, is that, is that something that, that's, that's good, bad, ugly? And I was like, nah, for me, it's a foul. Like when, I like my own things. And when you're but, the one matching, you could care less what people think. Cause you're just so in love. You could care less. I don't care what people think. I love it. It's super fair, fair, super fair. I love matching whether it's pretty awesome. What's your, what do you got? So, uh, Bucky's, uh, when I stop there, I always get kolaches. Kolaches for me, awesome breakfast food, love them to death. But I don't know how everyone else feels. So kolaches, they're a foul. What do you consider a kolache? The pastry or the... Or the, the, uh, the pig in a blanket. So so for me, it's the, it's the pig in a blanket. But people get upset when... No, no, no. That's not a kolache. It's the pastry. There you it's go. It's got the fruit in the middle. That, that's, so. that's what I've heard. Okay. I've heard the, the pastry is the kolache. But uh, isn't there a donut? There's a donut place that call Everybody calls them that. They yeah. have kolache. Even at, where at, at Bucky's. It says kolache, kolache. They both say kolaches. How can they both be kolaches? <laughs> I guess it's the idea that I'm putting something in a roll or in a, in a, in a, in a bread. And we're just going to say that all of that, we're not going to use picking a blanket. Do you ever drive up north and there's that kolache place in West Texas? If you ever have to go to, I can't remember what it's called. It's called the... Mm, something house i don't know like what are those people that make them the german house i don't know i have to look it up i believe it's polish the polish house i don't know what it's called though but it's in west texas and it's always packed people in there getting kolaches and their pastries see for me i think the pastry is foul and i think the 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 pig in a blanket's fair like taste wise i'm not You I don't get, know. I've never. What do you think? What are you talking? What's your question, Tom? <laughs> what am I? What I'm, am I I'm, answering I'm fair and foul to? What is a kolache? That's or fair that, foul. That, or, or, a kolache is the pastry, prefer? right? Okay. So okay. are we establishing that, or are you going with the pig in the blanket? I've never well, been more me, confused in my life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I want to ask this question. I just don't know how. But okay, pastry, fair or foul. Good. I love them. I love cream cheese. Uh, you can't beat it. And if you want to call the pig in a blanket, a kolache, they're good too. Sausage see, and cheese with jalapeno. Give them to me all day. Absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> so kolache, would either way, good. I like both of them. I prefer the other. I prefer the pig in a blanket. That's me. What's your go-to dessert big... food? You know what my favorite dessert food is, buddy? What's that? When I go to the gas station, Bucky's, those chocolate donuts that come in a six-pack. <laughs> I can devour those things. I love them. Okay, okay. I'm not a donut guy. My son eats the exact same donuts. I don't know about a six pack, but he'll eat three of them, no question. Uh, the little bitty me, ones? Uh, no, no, no. The the, the 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 long ones, like you're talking about. No, no, I'm talking about. It's almost ones. like a log, right? No, I'm talking about the chocolate ones, the little donuts, the little oh. bitty ones, and they come with six of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's He's a the fan dope. Of those. That, those are good. <laughs> For me, favorite pastry, one I'm never turning down, cheesecake. Mm. Sucker for cheesecake. Not regular cakes, not cookies, some brownies, but cheesecake. Cheesecake gets me every time. Me and the wife's favorite donut is Boston cream. 
Mm. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stick with this weekend. Went to okay. my brother's house and stayed there. Parents got my brother lives there, got a bed. Parents got a bed. Older brother got a bed. Me and my wife, air mattress. Oof. Is that an air bed or an air? I, I put air bed. Dude, foul. <laughs> I know it was better than the floor, but I mean, maybe a couple big thick quilts on the carpet would be better than that. I woke up sore. I don't, I don't, foul, totally foul. So for me, 100% foul, absolutely horrible. Would never recommend one, zero out of 10. Uh, I'm with you. Give me the pallet on the floor, you know, like when we were kids, you know, a bunch of blankets. Sign me up. Dude, I was going to say pallet, but nobody I know calls it a pallet. What else would you call it? I don't know. <laughs> when I was a kid and our friends would spend the night, my mom's like, you want, you want me to make you a pallet? Nah, we're good. Like, I didn't know anybody knew the word pallet. I was going to say, <laughs> I'd rather just have a pallet. But I don't want to confuse a, people. A pallet. I believe it's a generational thing, right? Yeah. We're, we're probably on that little older side. You know, we've got words that they don't use, you know. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's a pallet, for sure. That's awesome. Airbeds foul, pallets. Fair. Yeah, like a, throw a pallet in the living room on the carpet. Way more better. Way, way more better. Way more comfortable. <laughs> way more comfortable than... Then, that, pa- uh, that that air mattress had you so messed up. Your they, words are coming yeah. They even have the air mattresses that are like three feet high, which I'm not getting on that death trap. Could you imagine <laughs> that? And why do they always go flat? They can't hold the air. Like, why, why even sell them? Just say cautious. You got to air this thing up every night <laughs> in the middle of the... It, it, they even had a fancy one. It had a little switch that filled it up. I didn't miss with it. It's so hard to get out of. I'm 51 years old. It's not easy to get up off the floor like that when you're on an air mattress. But anyway, for me, I appreciate. For me, I got the... lower. <laughs> I've got lower back issues, so when I when I hit that thing, because I've slept on it a couple times too. My aunt and uncle have them. They got the nice one too with the little button that that blows it up. They got a button that'll you know deflate it mm-hmm. so you can put it away. Really nice. Watching it go to work, love it. <laughs> Laying on it, miserable. Woke up the next morning, like it took me two hours to get right to move around. Yeah. All right, you're next. All right. So I I've got this thing that's it's one of my one of my personal things, and I I am a big food guy, right? So fair or foul ordering something from a restaurant that they are not known for. Give you an example. We went to Sea Island today on the way home. It's my mom's favorite restaurant. They don't have them in Oklahoma. So we all drove to New Braunfels to take her there. And uh, my brother was joking. We're like, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? My brother said, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. So it's like that, right? I'm going to get a cheeseburger at a fish place. <laughs> I would say, I mean, you go, you go to a place for pizza, you get pizza. You go somewhere for wings, you get wings. You go to a sandwich shop to get a sandwich, a Philly cheesesteak. I say foul. I mean, what they're no. I mean, if you go there a lot, then it's okay because you want to, you know, spice your life up. But why go somewhere like Pluckers or something that known that's known for chicken and order something else? So I say foul. I say it's okay, but I'm not going to do it. So I couldn't agree with you more. 
100% foul. I've got a coworker. We go to Pluckers, I don't know, maybe once every three weeks probably for lunch, you know, as, as a team, team building, chemistry, whatever. She goes into Pluckers. She orders a Philly cheesesteak every time. Makes no sense. They don't even put the right cheese. They don't even put the right cheese. And I'm like, well, what did you expect? You order, you know, a cheesesteak from a chicken joint, you know? And then I've got buddies that'll do the same thing you said. Go to a seafood spot and get a cheeseburger or a steakhouse and get a chicken sandwich. And it's just like, it's never going to work out, you, you know, or go to a barbecue place and order a burger or something. And it's like. We go to Longhorn Steakhouse and get chicken fried chicken. That's different though. Yeah. I feel like you don't go to anywhere for like chicken fried chicken and you got to like, you got to find places. There's no chicken that. fried chicken place. There should be. <laughs> chicken fried steak, chicken fried chicken. There so what do you, let egg. me, let me ask you this. What do you think of, uh, what's that, ch- that, that, that chicken tender place that they only have chicken tenders and they have sauce. Raising canes. Raising canes. What do you think about that place? I think it's good, but why don't you have gravy? <laughs> That's foul, well, <laughs> Canes. It's foul. Have some gravy. Who wants to eat chicken without gravy? I agree, but there are places that serve gravy. I think Canes. But I'm going to eat is, there. I'm not eating there because I don't have gravy. So, so you're saying you don't like the cane sauce? Because I believe no. that is made with crack. I no. love it. I will go there just for the sauce and get extra sauce. No. <laughs> Their chicken's not anything world beater. Like I don't think they're better chicken than. You know, uh, another ch- another place like KFC or churches or, or anywhere you go for chicken. Like, it's not extra. Chicken Express. Sauce. Chicken Express is number one. Really? I don't know if okay. you have any over there where you're at, but uh, really I have good. one in San Antonio, so, so I am familiar. Yeah. All right. It's the last one before we hit the trails. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's do it. I'm just pretty much fair fouling off of my whole weekend here. <laughs> so we go to a pizza place downtown Georgetown called 600 degrees. I don't know if those are other places. And like I said earlier, there was a, a bank across the street called third coast bank or something like that. Something about a bank. And so we get two pizzas, we get two sets of wings. And my brother says that the cheese bread here is very good. So fair or foul cheese bread is just cheese pizza. So I, we go to a place for lunch, uh, me and my coworkers, uh, called Blaze. And uh, it's a lot like Mod, and they have a cheesy bread. And it, it's it's basically, when you watch them make them, because they make them in front of you, they take the same crust, they throw the same cheese, and all they do is they cut up into strips. So fair, that is just cheese pizza. But I think that's foul. I think if they do it right, like I remember Little Caesars always having like, like, sticks you know like separate sticks yeah then again you never saw them make them but i don't know like i i feel like it's foul if they do that but fair that you're right it's good it was delicious but is it is it a cheese pizza that's what i want to know it is you say <laughs> i think it's the marinara sauce that distinguishes pizza from cheese bread but it's still a See, pizza I'm, it's i would say it's the toppings i i feel like if you get cheese pizza, is that a pizza? It's good. <laughs> if it's the toppings, well, but I feel like you would get like more of it. Maybe, maybe the cheesy bread is kind of like thin on the cheese. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but it's good. Cheesy bread is delicious. So it's crazy bread. That's what you're talking about earlier. 
Yes, absolutely. Did you see the thing with uh, Little Caesars? They had half the half of it was pizza and half of it was cheese bread, sticks and slices or something like that. Totally so fair. That's like for a if dude. I when you're hungry, babe, bring me some sticks and slices when you're on your way home from shopping. It's the perfect meal for a dude. Perfect. Especially if you're watching a game or, you know, you just got done mowing the yard. You know, one of the things like you felt like you've earned it. Absolutely agree. Let me ask you this. When you're hot, do you want ice cream? It doesn't sound good to me. I'd rather have an icy. Because you talk about mowing the grass. Like, there's no way if I mow the grass... <clears throat> sweaty as all can be, I do not want ice cream. It's like drinking a glass of milk. It's disgusting. So for me, and this is more, I guess, like an adult answer, I'm going <laughs> for an adult beverage, whether it be... Oh, beer. Why is beer so good when you're hot? It's like it's like that hot cold, you know, like where it's equalizing, like inside you, like... Yeah. I mean, soda's so cold, good. water's cold, but why is beer the best? Beer is so good when you're hot and sweaty. You can't beat it. I have no answers. Just know that it's the go-to. I'm going to tell you a story before we go. That always makes me laugh. So a friend of mine and myself would go fishing after work. We work night shifts. So in the morning we go fishing on the day that we didn't work that night. You know, so we would drink. We would always drink beer every time. And he would always bring it. And he every time the guy brought an 18-pack, every time. And then one time he turns around and the beer's gone. And he said, where's all the beer at? So I don't know. I already drank my nine. And he said, <laughs> I only brought 12. <laughs> so you owed him three beers, huh? He was a little upset. Yeah. Like you bring 18 every time. What are you doing bringing 12? So I drank nine beers. And they do nothing to you because you just sweat them out. And you're hot. We're fishing and it's hot. On the Guadalupe River over there in Seguin, or wherever the hell we were at. And beer's good. It's good. When you're hot, it's good. It's good at a game, too. Very good. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's definitely like a, just it, they go together. You know, certain things go together. Uh, I feel like if, if you were a big fan of, like, Mexican food, or like me, I'm a big fan of Mexican food, and I don't have guac, I feel like something's wrong. If I'm going to a game and don't have a beer... Or if I'm, you know, after a long, hard day at work or a hot day and don't have a beer, probably doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, all right, buddy. That's all we have for the return to Sunday Strohs. You excited about this new, or not, it's not new. It's it's like retro. We were this, now we're this, but now we're this. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm excited. You know, I love the Space Cowboys. I love what they bring. But to be able to talk about the big club, to be able to talk about, you know, Tuve and Bregman and Jordan and Tuck and JV, sign me up every time. Well, all right, guys. That's it. Thanks for tuning in to Sunday Strohs. And we'll see you next Sunday. Hopefully, Stadium Steffi feels better. And, uh, Tom, if you don't feel good, call me. I'll cover for you. See you later, <laughs> folks.